Oh, this is so not appropriate for the day, but I don't give a thought. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, I, I recently, um, you guys know I went on Tinder for like five days. Let's just start at Tinder. <laughs> um, and then I got off, but one of the people who, who I um, connected with was someone that I already knew in my life. And then we've kind of been texting and um, at some point, he was like, my life is a mess. And my reaction to that was like, yeah. <laughs> and he was really surprised by that. And he was like, what? You know, <laughs> like, don't you want like the person with the house and the car and the put together thing? And, the, and I was like, God, no. Like, I don't trust anyone who like doesn't admit that they are fucking a mess, right? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like, that to me is someone to be suspicious of. Like, someone who's not willing to say, I am a mess, I am lost. That's, like, not, like, all the time, you know? (laughs) But, like, at least once in a while, that that's something to be suspicious of. Um, And this tradition that we're in of yoga, I was like, how does this relate to yoga? Because that's how my brain works, like, immediately. And, um... When you have lineage and tradition, that's kind of my other thing about Elizabeth Gilbert is that I don't think that there was any... We went to the Elizabeth Gilbert thing, which was like, someone could have benefited from some intersectional feminism, man. It was it was like the whitest, like, crappiest... I don't know. It was really hard for Jessica and I to sit there. We were like, wow. Um, but there wasn't an acknowledgement of any sort of lineage, right? And there was a lot of, like spouting of spiritual stuff, but without, like, the weight of, like, people have walked this path before, you know, and there's stuff that people have learned um, from all over the world, from all different kinds of traditions about how to be lost, you know, about how to be a mess. Um, And yoga in particular, we have, we're going to do a pose today that it comes from a story about being lost, about something being lost. Um, And yoga in and of itself would not even, I don't think, have been invented if there was an acknowledgement of like, hey, this kind of sucks. Like, how can we make it better? How can we become more mindful? How can we be more present in our bodies? You know, how can we have like suffering and pain is like, pain is that there's that old antage of like, pain is not something that is optional in this life. That is the human experience. But we can choose to suffer less through having discipline, through having practices, right? Um, And the um, Patanjali, who is the author, although it's said to be um, now probably many, many authors coming together of the Yoga Sutras, but the, the mystical person who wrote them is Patanjali, and that's what we say. And one of the eight limbs of yoga um, gives us the idea of pratyahara, which is to move inward, like to let the everything outside fall away so that we can move in. And the point of that for us, right, is so that when then we go outward after our practice, after like our retreat, after whatever it is that we're doing to be able to move inward, that we're able to deal with life in a little bit more of a healthy manner, to be less rigid, to be softer, right? And we say that all the time in this class, like how can we be more receptive? How can we be softer? How can we be less rigid? And sometimes I'm like, why? And I have to remind myself, and it's so that we can let love pour freely through us 
so that we can be in our relationships in a more mindful way, right? It's not just like us being like this all the time. Om Shanti. You know, that's not our lives. Like, we are householders. Um, and the Bhagavad Gita, I looked up the first lines. There's this whole, it's not the very first lines. There's this whole setup. Um, I love the Indian stories because they're really into set and scene. So, like, the first part is all like, there's a battle. And who here is, who here's who is battling? And then there's, like, a list of names, kind of like the Bible in that way. Did anyone ever have to read the Bible in school? Yeah. And it's like... And then so-and-so begot so-and-so, and then so-and-so. It's a little bit like that, but, like, less long. The Bible goes really to, like, the next. But it has that. But what it's doing, right, is giving us that idea of lineage. Like, these are the people who've walked this path before. And that's how the Bhagavad Gita starts. But then the first lines of Arjuna, who's, like, the main character, he says to Krishna, he says, bring me to the middle of the battlefield, Right? And what is the battlefield? It's like, bring me to the middle of the mess. Bring me to the middle of my lostness. Take me there. And so Krishna's like, all right. And so he drags Arjuna's chariot to the middle of the mess. You guys can tell I'm passionate today. It was Elizabeth Gilbert. I felt fucked up from her. (laughs) You can thank her from this. (laughs) I'm serious. It was horrible. (laughs) She showed up drunk. I know. We paid $97 a ticket. Someone asked me, would you ever show up drunk to yoga class? The answer is no. (laughs) And you pay $18. You know, many of you less. (laughs) Um, So these are the first lines. (laughs) So he goes to the middle of the battlefield um, and sees all of the people who are in the battle in the middle of the mess. And Arjuna becomes overwhelmed with sorrow and compassion. Right? And then he says... My limbs are giving way, and my mouth is drying up. And do you you know that feeling when you're like, oh, I've been trying to get divorced for like two and a half years, guys. That's basically how I've been feeling. Like, oh, every day my limbs are giving way. My mouth is drying up. My whole body shudders, he says. My hair is standing on end. I am unable to hold myself steady any longer, right? We know these feelings because everyone, like every single person who is human has walked this path before. And he says, I do not see what good will come of this. Do you guys know that feeling when you're like in the middle of the mess and you're like, how could any possible good come of this, right? And then the rest of the Bhagavad Gita is essentially Krishna, who's God, explaining to Arjuna what good might come of it. Right. You know, but I think the important part of this is that like yoga starts from this place, from this feeling of lostness. And who here who walked into this room? I came to yoga angry. I didn't walk in all like, well, I'm a peaceful person, so I think I found my place. You know, (laughs) no, I came to yoga so angry. Who came like in some sort of pain? Yes. And then has yoga helped? Yeah. Because it works, and there's a lineage that stands behind us, right? And it also that we're not alone, that we're not alone in this. Um, I think Rob Bell, <laughs> who's a great Christian thinker, and um, he helped me a lot last year. He has a podcast called The Robcast, which you guys should all listen to if you can handle the Christian part. But he helped me a lot last year to be able to heal my Christian wounds. 
And he says that um, naming this lostness is the beginning of prayer. It can just be that prayer. Because when we can name it, when we can say, my hair is standing on end, right? My limbs are weary, my mouth is dry. Then that, like stirring and churning inside of us, that that's what creates healing. It's not from like being like, I'm not a mess, you know? Anyway, we went right from Tinder to there. Good job. (laughs) I'm excited for our post today. Bring your hands to your heart.